Hi, I'm Alexis. And I'm Dre. This is Altered, a wedding podcast that focuses on weddings affected by the pandemic. And everything in between. Each week, we will talk to different couples from all over. And wedding vendors across the world. To show that even though we may be going through unprecedented times, your special day is still within reach. Ankita and Akash own a wedding photography and videography company called Wedding Nama, based in Mumbai. We caught up with them this past October. We are so excited to have our next guests. Hey guys, we're very excited to be here. We're from all over India. He's from North India, I'm from South India. I've grown up in South India. I've lived a nomad life. I've lived everywhere. (laughs) And yeah, we are in Bombay currently. We just love how welcoming it is. And we love... Uh, the whole vibe of the place, the city of dreams. <laughs> yeah. So Ankita has pretty much stayed everywhere in India. And when we say North India and South India, there's actually a lot of diversity. But we met in college, so which was midway, Center central India. India. <laughs> yeah, we've been together for a long time now. I think, what, 12, 13 years, maybe yes. more, 13, maybe, yeah. <laughs> You've been together since college. Are you married? We got married about six years. Six years back. <laughs> So you both are married and you work together. Tell us a bit about your company. We started about how long ago, Kash? Eight, nine years into weddings now? Yeah. My first job was in Bombay and I started as a banker. From a completely different field. I've done my master's in photography. We both went for a long distance for a period of time, like Mm -hmm. two, two, three years. And then when I came to Bombay, I just love capturing everything and anything in the city. But something about weddings just truly attracted me so much because it was a space where you get creative freedom, which you can't get anywhere else. And as a photographer, I found that very exciting things happening around me all the time, things that I probably can't be prepared for, but I have to be there and I have to capture that for my couples. So that was amazingly inspiring for me to just be there at weddings and just to experience that, become a part of somebody else's family. In India, weddings are big, right? Weddings start from more than 200 guests and then they can go up to thousands and we've shot weddings with the 3,000, 4,000 guests and it can even go up to 30,000 guys. So, I mean, what? that's the range of oh, Indian wow. weddings. People love to celebrate in India in a big way. Yeah. <laughs> So that was what got me excited about weddings. And when I started off, I felt the need to have a team in place because weddings are so big. You can't handle that as a solo photographer or even with a second photographer. It's not enough Mm. because there's so much happening everywhere. You need to be there to be able to capture everything. That is when Akash stepped up and (laughs) he helped me build a team from a completely different background in finance. He's an artist, by the way, like he catches and he's got that eye. So I knew that something about my field of work will definitely interest him. I started working with her over the weekends and when I used to come back to home. And that's how I got interested in weddings. But the big breakthrough happened when we actually took up the wedding of my CEO's daughter. I was working in that band. Ankita took the CEO's daughter's wedding and... Since I had already been into this field, so I started accompanying Ankita to the meetings. So uh, we, we used to sit with my CEO and they used to joke like, Akash, this is high time. You should now quit and do this full time. 
So just before their actual wedding, I quit and I've been part of Wedding Nama ever since. And that by the time Wedding Nama was an already established brand, and why we wanted to keep it as Wedding Nama and not continue with my name. So it used to be Ankita's Thana Photography earlier. People trust a brand more. So we built that and we built the website, we built the social media pages somewhere around that time. We started working with some really talented photographers and cinematographers because we were doing both. We were doing photography and filming back in 2013. Filming was still a new thing in India. Wedding photography was already there. There were people established in that field already, but wedding filming as a contemporary filming was new. Filming earlier used to be more like a traditional video, rolling continuously, just capturing everything. But our style of filming was a little bit more cinematic and a little bit more real. And so then that is why Wedding Nama was born because we needed that whole post-production team and our whole team to be there to help us support all the weddings that we were doing. You previously mentioned that you do trailers for your weddings. I'm guessing that's in addition to the main feature? There are usually two films that we make. One is the trailer, something that goes online, which is like a three to four minute encapsulation of the entire wedding, which is very difficult to do because weddings in India are, again, not one day affair. They are longer. You have it over three days or some go on for nine, ten days. Nine to ten. Wow. We've done three cities, nine days type of shindigs. Imagine putting like 10, 12 events in three minutes. It's a big task. Yeah. Telling yeah. this to all our clients as well, like people who expect longer trailers, we we tell them, okay, it's an art to put everything in three minutes. That's more difficult than making like a five minute or a 10 minute thing. How do you and your team approach filming with the wedding going on over multiple days and with so much going on per day? That's the advantage of working in a team because everybody has a certain role and responsibility. We know that, okay, this person is shooting right now. We know what the result is going to look like. So we can plan a little bit that way. We've always had this motto at Wedding Nama. We keep it real. We go with what is actually important for this particular couple. And we try and identify those elements in that wedding that make this wedding unique and different from the other weddings that we've photographed or filmed so far, there's somebody with the bride, somebody with the groom, there is a team following them. But at the same time, they're also capturing things that are happening around them, things that they might not see themselves. That is one feedback we've had from a lot of our couples. They always say that you guys have managed to capture things that we didn't know happened. We are the eye of our couple for the weddings. They can only see so much in a 300 people 400 people wedding there's so many things that are happening and it's our responsibility to actually capture things that they would want to see in future also as ankita said for us the moments between moments is very important so the actual ceremony obviously that's a given that you need to capture that mm-hmm. but the the reaction to that action is equally important we like to interview our couples as well and the close family members before the actual event start so that we come to know about their personality, their character more even before the functions actually start so that we can also focus on those qualities during the functions. That's a good point. For my wedding before the ceremony, there was a cabaret that me and my husband never saw because we were in our rooms. I remember seeing photos from it and our videographer captured it and being like, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole part 
of the wedding that we didn't see happen until we watched the video. I was actually quite disappointed. I was like, that was a concert that I totally missed out on. (laughs) (laughs) I actually wanted to elaborate more on your team. Your team is how many people? As of now, we have a full-time team of 15 people. Did Wedding Nama do your wedding? (laughs) (laughs) They did, actually. (laughs) Our people were just insisting that you can't get anybody else we have to be there we have to photograph i was like why don't you guys come and just chill there and they were like no we want to capture your wedding so whoever was with us at that time those were the early we call them wedding nama legends now (laughs) 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 we have all these terms guys so (laughs) so there's an upside and a downside to having your own team shoot your wedding. The upside is the people who are shooting and you're so comfortable. Whenever you see them, you'll smile and laugh. Those moments are beautiful to capture as well for people who are there. They will do a good job. You trust them. So you're not worried during your own wedding. The downside to this is because it is your own team and it's your own wedding. You're not in a hurry to do the post-production. Everything else <laughs> before your own wedding, right? You guys won't believe this. It took us five years to edit our own wedding film. What? (laughs) Five years. Did you have a three-city, nine-day wedding? (laughs) We put it in our agreement as well with all the clients. There is a certain number of days after which we have to give their wedding films and all the photographs. So finally, we had a 50th anniversary. We took Mm -hmm. the entire family to Phuket for vacation. Our editing team finally put everything together. They gave us a big surprise. So they gave us a pen drive when we were going. We thought it's just anniversary messages. And we, when we plugged it in, played it, it was a wedding film. And it was such an emotional moment for us. After five years, the family gets to see what happened back then. It was really nice. Ah, That's great. That's really special. So as the pandemic worsened overseas starting in March. What was the immediate impact on your business? It was bad. Everything came to a standstill and no one was prepared for it. Till February, we were... In fact, we did a wedding in March as well. It hit in India later than most parts of the world. Till February, everything was all right and everyone thought that it won't hit India that hard. Mm -hmm. But when it did, it actually hit very hard. Post March, everything has been at a standstill nothing is going on in the industry and nobody really even knows where we are headed right now wedding industry in india is big it's it's more than a 50 billion dollar industry almost everyone in india is out of job till things come back what was the most difficult aspect of your job during the pandemic The most difficult moments were actually to keep hearing from our couples about the postponement of their weddings. Of course, we knew that this was inevitable, but getting calls from our couples and actually listening to that, okay, guys, we are postponing our wedding by any or a couple of years. That was really, really sad. Other than that, there was overall sadness in the industry. Like other photographers, fellow photographers, you kept hearing stories about how they are managing during these times. And that was really sad. In terms of our work, our office was a happy place. We loved meeting all our teammates every day and we used to look forward to it. Not getting a chance to actually go to the office and meet everyone for so long, that was really difficult. Has there been some sort of support group or support chat room amongst wedding industry professionals about what's going on amongst photographers or any other vendors? So there are places where we are all connected and interact. I think those are the WhatsApp groups, which are the virtual place to 
just talk about what you're facing and when you realize that okay you're not the only one facing that and when you realize that everybody in the world actually is facing a very similar situation it gives you a little bit of hope as well that okay it's fine this is the bottom but we'll go somewhere from there like we're going to all get better after this and we're going to start planning weddings after this again that was uh, one of the places where we all connected and stayed in touch that is very healthy in the wedding industry it's not like we don't talk to the competitors no we are all connected we did a lot of video calls early on with a lot of our friends in the industry so we used to just try and just understand what they are going through how are they managing with their team because again that was a difficult part right to sustain your team through this period and to ensure that we're all staying afloat all the companies are actually managing to survive this situation because it's a long period of no income ultimately there were a lot of photographers who were getting in touch with us what we did was we ran a thing called wedding nama school which is like an educational wing of wedding nama where we used to invite a selected group of people who are professionals in that industry and then take workshops we took that whole process online we did a lot of instagram lives and we tried to connect with the community through that and that was actually something we used to look forward to because every weekend we used to go online and just connect with those people and just talk to them and just so that was another thing that just to keep the whole uh, morale a little bit up the main impetus to do this podcast was going through something that it has been so difficult and just sad and there's such a sense of loss and talking to other couples and vendors it's been a very therapeutic process especially cuz there are so many unknowns right now and to be able to commiserate together has been really nice and and also just keep the idea of weddings going in this time when it is such a beautiful thing it's about love it's really neat seeing the kind of similar threads per couple per vendor that draw people to the industry you mentioned earlier that you did have a wedding in march did you have any weddings weeks away that had to be canceled last minute the wedding that we had in march was actually planned in uh, phuket thailand 15 days before the wedding they had to change their location and they actually got married in india in bangalore all the preparations were done but at the last moment there were no flight options all the flights had announced that they won't be taking flights to thailand it was inevitable for them as well so last moment they had to change all their plans Hmm. but they did go ahead with the wedding but it was actually very difficult for the couple and the family because managing like a crowd of 200 people and changing all the plans last minute gets obviously very difficult yeah. but it was still fun <laughs> since that was the last wedding that we uh, did we have some very very happy memories from that wedding as well but post march all the weddings that we were supposed to do got postponed wedding which was supposed to happen in bali actually was in may they decided to get married at home with just the family which is 10 people and that happened at, during the lockdown actually so, so we, we couldn't, couldn't even travel. travel and capture the wedding uh, yeah but all the other weddings actually got postponed by almost uh, one year how many weddings per year do you do normally we do about 20 weddings yeah. we love traveling as well and most of the weddings are at different places Because you specialize in destination weddings, is that mostly worldwide or just the southern hemisphere? So we've done weddings in Europe, Mexico, US. Most of our weddings are destination weddings. 
but we do like to do weddings in bombay as well because you get to sleep on your own bed <laughs> yes yeah. so a lot of travelers involved what's been your favorite destination to shoot in oh that's a difficult question every new destination is our favorite actually we were supposed to go to vietnam this summer and that would have been exciting we've done two weddings in cancun mexico we love the place the colors yeah. just look gorgeous have you acquired any new clients during this lockdown period so the bookings for november and december and those that have had actually begun about a month back these are new clients great um, weddings are smaller than usual mm. obviously with all the restrictions but i would say people still want to celebrate in a nice way or a grand way that's very exciting it's so good to hear that there's an end in sight at some point life will get back to a sense of normal that we knew before do you think that this will have a long term effect on the wedding industry see i think people love to celebrate and that's not going anywhere that's a big part of their life and celebrating love for each other that's the biggest thing that you can do also people are not that afraid of things anymore that's what we felt in the past one month at least when people started planning their wedding and they were calling us up that we're planning a wedding in november and this is what we have in mind we just loved how optimistic the whole environment became just because they could plan now that itself just instilled so much happiness in the whole industry in general and i think it's definitely going to get better as all humans have faced i think this might be one of the worst times that we've all faced together mm-hmm. but humans are resilient beings and they are strong and they know how to fight back and just keep going again and again and we've seen that in the past yes it's a very difficult situation yet because we don't know what is happening even the weddings that are planned now we don't know how they're going to happen we're going to wear masks or what kind of social distancing norms are going to be followed at the wedding but there's still that excitement there that yes we get to go to a wedding we get to go shoot a wedding and capture those moments in a different way in a new way when we told about the weddings to our team we thought they'll be afraid right but everyone was so excited i feel if overall mood is like that then weddings will come back in a similar way or a, a bigger way was there any advice that you gave the couples that you had the difficult conversations with during the pandemic and then is there advice that you would even give newly engaged couples moving forward we are advising all our couples to just postpone it by a year or how much ever time it takes for the travel to get a little bit normalized it is better to plan a wedding of your dreams it's okay to wait yeah. for us like wedding is actually a reason for all the people that are close to you to come together mm-hmm. and celebrate that happiness and that is very important so i think just the ceremony bit is not the reason you're getting married right it's calling everyone and enjoying with them. I know that's what I'm most looking forward to. I think it's going to be so surreal to have everyone from my childhood through now, people I work with, all in the same room will be the most bizarre, amazing experience. I'm very excited for. That will be emotional as well. Like after all this I come together. Andre can attest I cry a lot. <laughs> I will have my makeup artist there uh, tonight. <laughs> yeah. A lot of couples will absolutely have a photographer. No second thoughts about that. From different couples that I've spoken to, I think it's not as common to have a videographer. What would be your advice for couples to make that decision whether they want both or just 
photography. Photographs are timeless. That's definitely got to be there. But I feel like when you put together a story in the video, just watching that whole thing in those 20-30 minutes is a whole new experience. And that day is so special and you'd want to remember it in that manner as well. So I would recommend for sure. For different couple, different things are important. You ask my personal opinion, I feel like one photograph will have all the emotions there in one frame. In mm. a video, you'll probably watch three minutes and then you'll get those emotions. Imagine the rush of emotions when you just see one perfect moment in a photograph. For me, a photograph might be more important, but there are people who would love watching the video more than the photographs. That for them will feel lively. As we've seen, some couples start the conversation with us about the video. What we would suggest is since people have different choices, but there's no harm in getting the other thing as well. So if you are getting photos done, maybe five years down the line, 10 years down the line, you start appreciating videos more. Why not have it? Thank you for that. I have time to think. What's your favorite thing about a wedding? The love story. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, it's the raw emotions. I feel like during a wedding, there's no pretense, especially during the actual ceremony. And people behave in a way that actually defines them. And I love to see that. So They're so vulnerable at that point. Yeah. And as a person capturing that, you can feel the same emotion that they're feeling at that time. It's a rush of emotions for us as well. <laughs> you, know, you see the dad crying and the dad looking at his daughter. You can actually feel that emotion when you're looking at him, actually. And I love that. I had a, a similar feeling when I saw my grandmother when she was watching me get married. What? is your favorite wedding song song selection for a wedding is so important Mm -hmm. and after a point of time it starts defining that so you start associating that particular song with that wedding and we try to use different songs for different weddings because that's how human brain works if you see a music video and then you listen to the song later just the audio you'll start having those visuals in your mind music is so evocative Mm -hmm. imagine how we feel like when We've seen the songs on more than, I don't know, 100, 200 videos. And when we go out and listen to those songs, like almost every song <laughs> has some visuals in our mind. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> you might not be thinking of the same wedding at the same time. <laughs> Do you have a favorite wedding movie? Hollywood films about weddings are so dramatic. Half the time they don't show up at the wedding or they get married to somebody else. <laughs> 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 but uh, but we love a few scenes from some of our favorite shows. Phoebe's wedding is one of our all-time Ever. favorite. Mm. Phoebe with Mike, if you watched Friends, and <laughs> actually I liked Shrek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shrek and Fiona. Very cool. Shrek is a classic, and also really good music. A very good soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite wedding movie? I like the wedding in Crazy Rich Asians. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> it's been on our bucket list. Yeah. yeah, there's a ridiculous wedding that's the reason why she goes over there. And what they do in it and the effects, you're, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Okay, you gotta watch that one. Yeah. What about you, Alexis? I think one of the ones that was most powerful for me was Sex in the City, <laughs> the, the first movie. 
when Mr. Big doesn't show up and they're outside and Charlotte yells at him, that scene gets me through that. Yeah. It's interesting because with planning, you visualize what you've seen in film, especially working in film. I feel like I'm very hyper aware and I often see life through a lens. And so it's interesting visualizing that when you're actually the person who gets to decide what you want, but then there's so many choices that it's so overwhelming sometimes, but it's exciting. It is a milestone. Thank you so much for taking your time, taking your morning to talk to us about your business and about your vision and perspective and how you've been able to manage through this time. What I really love about this interview is there's so much hope between you as a couple and with your company. And I think that's super important. I think that the listeners are really going to feel that sort of hopefulness. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a wonderful discussion with you guys. I would love to know more about you guys when we have the time. Wonderful job. I I read what you're doing with Altered and I think you guys are doing a wonderful job because it's so important for people to hear these stories and to maybe somebody else, as you were saying, will get hope out of this. We just loved being here, guys. Seeing your faces, both of you, light up when you talk about work and what you do is so moving. Talking to you both has been just amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Everybody needs to check out your website, weddingnama.in. You do some incredible work. We're all here for each other. So let's commiserate together. If you have any questions or want to share your story, email us at info at alteredpodcast.com. After I got engaged, I found myself doing all these traditional wedding things without necessarily knowing the history of them. Why are wedding dresses white? How did the idea of an engagement ring come about? Everyone has different ideas about the wedding party. Where did all that come from? So for our ending bit each week, we'll drop some super random wedding facts. The oldest surviving photo was taken around 1826. It took another two decades until the first wedding picture was taken for Queen Victoria and Prince Albert in the 1840s. This evolved into a practice of couples posing for wedding photos before or after their wedding, and then in the 1860s, photographers were hired to come to the wedding venue itself. Due to technological limitations, wedding photography was mostly limited location-wise to a studio for more than a century. Many couples often only got one wedding portrait. Color photography was born in the early 1900s, but because it was so expensive and the technology was still being developed, wedding photos were still taken in black and white. After World War II, the practice of photographing weddings began to pick up. This was able to happen in part because of the invention of both film roll technology and the flashbulb. It wasn't until the 1970s when the more modern approach to recording a wedding, known as documentary photography, was introduced. It's really cool to see the many different styles of photography there are around the world. In doing my research for this blurb, I came across a term that I had never heard of before called trash the dress, also known as fearless bridal or rock the frock. These photos are taken after the wedding in which the bride quote, ruins her dress in a creative way. Stylistically, these photos are often shot in a fashion glamour approach, and generally these photo shoots happen sometime after the wedding, giving more time to have some photo fun in an exotic setting. The average price for photography in the U.S. ranges from as low as $1,000 and upwards to over $10,000, depending mainly on your location. 
It means so much that you're listening to Altered. I'm Alexis. And I'm Dre. If you're liking what you're hearing, feel free to rate and review at Apple Podcasts. See you next week.